1: Do you want to continue? Continue.
0: <laughs> That's new. Yeah. Um, wow, you cut me off.
1: I'm sorry.
0: So Michelle.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, how are you doing in the first, you know, real summer weather of the year? It's it's like eighty something where you are in eighty something where I am. Mm-hmm. How are you doing with it?
1: Um, I'm I'm doing okay. I don't have any air conditioners installed yet, so that's going to be interesting. It's not that warm in here. It's only like seventy six degrees. So
0: I mean, that's a little warm. Like I would start to, if it was seventy six degrees in here, I'd be like, "Is it warm in here? It feels warm," you know. And then I'd go look at the thing, and be like, "Oh, because it's seventy six degrees." I keep the house relatively chilly at like seventy one, seventy two sometimes a little cooler if the dogs are panting a lot I feel Mm -hmm. bad so I make it cooler you know because they're nothing but fur and uh, (laughs) so yeah I try to take take okay care of them Um, but no uh, I just mowed the lawn uh, and I did it when you're not supposed to you know like right when the sun is at its highest Mm -hmm. and -hmm. it's hot out and it was awful
1: yeah yeah
0: Nice airplane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for those, uh, sorry. sorry. No, no, no please. Sorry. No, please. Please. I don't know what you were going to say. Oh, about. I was just
0: going to say for those who have been with us, you know, for over a year, uh, or for almost almost over, no, over, wow, uh, for over a year <laughs> that we've been doing the show, um, they know that in the summertime, uh, we get to hear all of the wonderful ambiences of Michelle's life. <laughs> Um, the birds, the airplanes, the unsolved homicides of Philadelphia nearby. Here,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, but no, uh, it's charming. Let's just agree. It's charming. Okay. <laughs> glad. I'm glad you could get on board with that. Uh, but no, so I mowed the lawn and of course it took forever because I had to keep stopping to drink water. Um, cause it's so hot out and i have to pace myself cuz i was sick for a little while <laughs> so but uh i've been you know i've been working towards having more energy uh or or well testing how much energy i have and i've been working towards you know being able to get more accomplished in a day and 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 stuff like that and it's been going very well Um, like as I record this right now, I've basically finished everything I need to do except for like the last minute things I have to do tomorrow before we film the movie over the weekend. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm returning to the set earlier than I would planned, uh, to finish up a movie. Um, that's, that's details are somewhat secret. I mean, if people really want to know what the movie is, they really would have to go to Patreon, uh, to find out. Um, and I think that's linked in the show notes. I'm not like, I'm not in a plug in mood, although I would love more money right about now because making movies costs you money.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, cause that's been the worst part, you know, uh, I've been meaning, I- I've been meaning to just send people that episode where I talked about this whole mess, mm-hmm. uh, like to explain why certain things are not complete yet. Yeah. Like why I haven't done babysitter massacre two yet. But then I'm like, ah, eh, they'll have to dr- trudge through like 40 minutes of like crying and ang and like self doubt and stuff.
1: Oh, but that might make them really understand.
0: <laughs> well, you know, maybe. But I-, I mostly just want them to know that it really just comes down to money. I mean, and I and I I don't. I love what I do. I love making movies, but I do make my living from it. So money is a major factor in Mm -hmm. decisions. And it really just comes down to the fact that I have the budget set aside for Babysitter Massacre. It's not mine. I can't. Well, I I could totally embezzle it and no one would bust me. I mean, how would they?
1: Because they heard this. So now they know (laughs) that that's what you're going to do.
0: Okay, okay, okay. You calm down now. Um, But no, no, I mean, I could, I guess I could totally embezzle it. But the entire goal of lockdown was to not touch that money. Mm -hmm. That's been the entire goal. And it's one of the reasons I've been trying to get as many jobs going during the pandemic as I could, you know, regardless of what they may be. So, the reason I haven't tackled Babysitter Massacre yet is, number one, we're still easing out of the pandemic, and some people don't want to do it yet. And, uh, I mean, that's a big reason. And then number two, I could use an injection of cash to get me by until we go shoot that movie. So that's kind of, that's kind of where I am for those who, you know, weren't, a, weren't around a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about it kind of, uh, you know, intensely. So it's like, yeah, I, I need this work. I just need to go do another job real quick so that I can kind of get the stability to go do this job.
1: Yeah.
0: Because um, that was my first fear. You probably remember me talking about it. That was like my first fear when the pandemic happened and I realized I wasn't going to be working any of the jobs I thought it was going to be as I was, be, is I was mm-hmm. just like, I was just like, well, what am I going to do? I have money in the bank and it's all for Babysitter Massacre. Yeah. So I can't spend it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and you know, it, it always sucks to have money you just can't spend. Uh-huh. So, you know, uh it is what it is. I can't wait to film Babysitter Massacre 2. And this is, I'm hoping, the beginning of me starting to feel like hell yes, I can get going after being sick for so long and go make movies again. Yeah. Cause I really want to get back on track. Cause my feature my feature work was thrown off ever since the Boggy Creek the series. because uh, that was such a massive undertaking. After I did that movie, I just kind of fell right into producing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and my directing was kind of falling to the wayside. So yeah, I want I want to get back out there and work and I really wanna to deliver to everybody the babysitter massacre uh sequels. Uh and, uh and I hope that they love them as much as I'm gonna love them because that's the other thing, and that's the hardest thing. Babysitter Massacre, in particular Babysitter Massacre 2, has to be exactly what I want it to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm obsessed with that because Babysitter Massacre was exactly what I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. and people loved it so much. Um, and speaking of which, it's finally back on video on demand. Yay! After several years not being available on uh, to rent anywhere, the only way you could get it was to to buy it on Blu-ray or DVD. Now you can find Babysitter Massacre. I'm told it'll be on lots more places soon, but right now you can rent it. For like $2.99 uh, or maybe it's $199, 299 or 199 on Amazon. So you can't really beat that. That's a good price to, to get a rental. So yeah. it's back. Uh, Amityville No Escape is also back on Amazon and a, a Prime option. So okay. uh, you know, so you can watch it on Prime. So I just want to mention that. But yeah, so that's really what's going on. So I'm making this movie because I have a deal where when the movie is done, I get money. Mm-hmm. And not I love making all types of movies but when I when when you make a movie and I often have done this I make a movie with my own money um or money I've raised I don't really get paid per se I might get a little money if there's some left over but I don't really get paid what I get paid is later when it comes out when it starts being seen when people start buying merchandise and and that's you know to use show business terms uh that's speculative mm-hmm. is what you call that so uh a spec movie uh, uh, you know not a movie about the serial killer spec but uh, uh, sp- although that would be a spec movie if i made one but a spec movie about a spec uh, a spec movie spec movie uh <laughs> richard spec movie spec movie um but no no um but so spec movies are really important to my business model but you have to be able to wait 6 months to 18 months really
1: mm-hmm. before yeah.
0: you might get paid yeah and that's really you know that's really tough the other day <laughs> the other day i uh, i got a freelance job out the door extra early And I was so proud of myself, but I was walking along, walking the dogs, talking with a friend, and I was all proud of myself. And I said, "Yeah, I got it out today, so tomorrow don't have to worry about it." And then I was like, "And I mean, they're gonna pay the invoice in the same five to eight weeks anyway, (laughs) so I guess I didn't. All I it was, but I'm taking the win. The Mm -hmm. win is for me.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, um. But yeah, so that's what's been going on. Uh, I will say for those who have been keeping track of all this, I'm feeling a lot more positive about going back to the set now. Um, we have good weather this weekend. I mean, pl- you know, predicted, which is always a plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a 4% chance of rain on Saturday and under 20% chance of rain on Sunday, which means maybe there's like one, you know, sprinkle yeah. on Sunday. That's all good. The following weekend, they're predicting some minor rain, but it's so far out, it'll probably be totally different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, But every day we win is the day we win. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to work my butt off. But it, it's been weird. So I'm used to being <laughs> both the boss and the most... I don't know, not disposable, but expendable member of the crew at the same time. I'm used to to running the set, but also like if nobody else can walk all the way back to the house to get the, the cold bottled water, I volunteer Yeah, um, because I like a break from all the hard work I'm doing with, you know, setting up cameras and setting up microphones and talking to actors, but it's not really a good use of my time when my physical abilities are diminished the way they are right now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Still suffering from some, not much, but some shortness of breath. And I'm just definitely, you know, my stamina is way down from convalescing all the time. So it's weird to know that, like, one of the jobs our pr- the producer on the project has is to monitor my situation. And because we have very light, by my standards, very light schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, four mm-hmm. scenes on Saturday totaling a grand total of like eight and a half pages and then sunday is like i think three scenes or four scenes and it's like six and a half pages now a lot of people if you're listening to this and you've made movies you're like oh that's normal not on most of my (laughs) movies uh the first day because we shot a day of this movie and then we had to shut down due to coronavirus concerns uh in november And weather. Well, yeah. weather shut us down for that weekend,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah.
0: coronavirus concerns shut us down for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> I had been telling people due to weather, we may put it off two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then in that two weeks, people kept getting COVID. And I was like, yeah. okay, new plan. <laughs> when this surge ends, mm-hmm. we'll start talking about it. And everybody was like, great. And then they messaged me and they're like, hey, the surge ended and I'm having COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, let me just get over this bug real quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, real quick. Um, so <laughs> the look of of despair on your <laughs> face, for my sake. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. So that's you know yeah. So that's the uh, you know what's what's been going on. But so the producer, one of the producer's big jobs, other than to just help me stay on task, is number one goal is shoot everything on the schedule.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Number two goal is me be okay. Like uh, me feel fine. I sound like me feel fine, me, but like have me feel fine. Make sure I'm taking rest. Make mm-hmm. sure I'm drinking water. Everybody will have to be drinking water because it's gonna be like 85 degrees outside. Yeah. And then number three is if the first two are good, try to work ahead and, and just get extra material in the can in order to, uh, you know, to get the production moving faster than we Planned because we set a conservative goal, but it's totally possible. I'll get on set, I'll take my inhaler, I'll drink, you know, uh, a cup of my fancy, uh, you know, Brazilian coffee, and then all of a sudden I'll be feeling it and I'll be excited, and all of a sudden it'll be I'll work straight till seven Mm -hmm. and not be regretting it. It's also possible that it's going to be hard, yeah, and I really don't know which way it's going to go. So if it's hard. They've set set me just enough goals, you know, and if it's easy, then I think we'll get, you know, we'll get wicked ahead and have a nice time. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I've been worrying about (laughs) Uh, daily, hourly, but the closer we get, the more I start to feel like, yeah, I'm like, I'm excited. I think this is going to be fun. We have a great cast. We have a really great crew. A whole lot of people stepped up to the plate. Um, especially when they heard how I was doing and that Mm -hmm. we just, we really need hands. Yeah. Um, cause it sounds so silly until you actually have to like, I mean, you know, cause you like recovered from shoulder surgery, Mm -hmm. like things are so different when you have to pace yourself like very specifically in order to be all right. Yeah. So the idea that like we need extra crew and one of the reasons is I will not be allowed to unload the car. Yeah. Because the attitude is that that energy would be better spent w- hiking to the location, setting up my camera, and preparing what I'm going to do with said camera and actors. When the tradition has always been that I unload, you know, the car with everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I'd
0: like to get back to that because it's not that big a deal to carry stuff. But we are shooting. It's for those who don't. Know, it's a western and it's nothing but like prairies and valleys and you have to hike and hike and hike so the way we're planning it is i it is for me to hike the least amount of times mm-hmm. of course yeah. that'll also depend on how many times i need to use the bathroom or uh, or wash my face because i'm tired or whatever Um, yes, I can use the bathroom outside, Michelle.
1: No, I wasn't even going to say that. I was going to say you should bring some water to wash your face so you don't have to go back.
0: Um, it gets tricky. That depends because, um, when it's that hot out, you don't want to waste any cold bottles of water.
1: Well, oh, okay. You're right. But
0: then if it was like the end of the day, I wouldn't care because we just get more bottles. What were you going to say? say? I
1: was just going to say that, but. Going back, you will waste – you will dehydrate more, so it's going to end up evening out. (laughs) That's true. But no, I understand what you mean.
0: Yeah. And also sometimes uh, just facing the schedule makes my stomach churn, so I like to sneak off to the bathroom and just kind of – it's also like I'm giving away all the dark secrets of my directing career. Sometimes I go to the bathroom just to be alone because everyone needs you every minute when you're on set. And they all have questions, and sometimes you just need like five minutes alone.
1: That's so smart. <laughs> <laughs> I when thought I wanna... going to
0: say sad, no, well,
1: say? yeah, but I, when when I want to be alone, I just hide behind something and hope nobody sees me. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you're small; you can get away with that.
1: <laughs> no, I can't because they see me anyway, and then I have to <laughs> pretend I'm doing something. <laughs>
0: Well, I remember, you know, the first, when I first learned that trick was on Babysitter Massacre, because on the last day of filming, uh, of principal filming on Babysitter Massacre, we were in this awesome apartment location. They had a beautiful basement that photographed great and the perfect kitchen for the big finale. So it was awesome because uh, in in filmmaking, uh, it's called company moves when you have to move everybody to another location. Even if it's just across the block, it's a company move. It eats up time. Mm Yeah. Uh, so if you can shoot a movie where it's like, oh, we need this creepy basement, but then we also need like an, a a nice looking kitchen, but a kitchen we can get bloody or we can do, you know, shoot in for five hours or whatever, you know, cause there's always details of what you need when you get, uh, when you get it, when you get lucky and they're like, oh, well that can be the same house. You literally save, you know, half an hour to 45 minutes of your day sure, because you not, not only, not only because, you know. I, I somebody uh, I told that somebody once they were like, "Well, how long does it really take people to get to the set?" And I'm like, "Well, first they got to pack up all their stuff, pack up all the lights and disassemble them. They mm-hmm. got I got to tear down the camera, I got to tear down the tripod. Then we all got to load our cars. Then we all got to go there, hope everybody finds it and that it's easy to find. Mm-hmm. Then we've all got to unpack and undo everything we just did." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you walk 3 lights up a flight of stairs. And set him back down and yeah. go, let's do this, motherfuckers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, so on Babysitter Massacre, I remember uh, everybody was... The, the problem was that everybody was on... They were on their job really well. That was the problem. The problem was that everybody was like, hey, Henrik, uh, what gel did you want on this? Like, hey, Henrik, uh, how do you like this uh, on the blood? Like, hey, Henrik, uh, does this makeup look okay? And, you know, Like, everybody was doing their jobs. So I was being asked... 80 questions a minute it felt like Mm -hmm. so i answered 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 and just like walked straight to the bathroom from answering everybody and sat down i need to use the bathroom anyway and i've been putting it off but so i used the bathroom and then i just sat there for a second and i was like
1: ah
0: (laughs) this is nice this is nice (laughs) like i'm just gonna just gonna be alone for a minute you know? Mm-hmm. And then I re- recouped. Uh, and now everybody, now hopefully nobody listens to that because they'll know and they'll just knock on the door and be yeah. like, I know what you're doing in there.
1: And I have you- questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing in there. You're trying to get a moment's peace. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no, sir. Oh, uh, well, it, and it doesn't even, it's not even about the fact that people wouldn't give me a moment's peace. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's much, it's much easier. To politely say, I I need a second away. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to answer that right now by just going to the bathroom than it is like, you know, telling them, like, I don't have time for it right now. Mm Because that could be taken insultingly. Yeah. You know, that could hurt someone's feelings, especially because they've been working really hard all day Mm -hmm. for you. So it's just easier to be like, I'll be right back. I'm just going to use the bathroom and then we'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. And that's me just taking a minute for myself or in rare cases, using the bathroom. Um So, I mean, it may partially be related to the fact that in my earlier filmmaking career, I always ate McDonald's breakfast on the way to the set. Oh. I mean, that pretty much guarantees you're going to get a lot of time to yourself uh, later in the afternoon. So, <laughs> but no, uh, so I am excited um, and we, we, you know, the crew, the cast is excited. It's a uh, simple stuff uh the first two days cuz so the other thing about this and the other reason that this movie was being shot so early was it was written with covid in mind. Mm-hmm. It was written to need the smallest possible crew and the smallest possible cast. But now those restrictions aren't really necessary. Yeah. So I mean, we're not going to we're we're a, we're a B movie. We're not going to have 35 to 55 people anyway. Uh, like if we jack up everything, we might hit 20. We're probably looking at like 14. Yeah. Um, so, but that made a big difference too, because when we were rescheduling and adding and letting the, the schedule be a few more days longer, uh, it was like, Oh, Hey, let's get more crew in. Cause yeah. before, before we had like two crew people. So I was literally the first go around hauling lots of stuff mm-hmm. constantly. Um, and then we would go into the barn on the location and steal a wheelbarrow. Yeah. So, so like all this expensive, like film equipment and lighting equipment, just in like a filthy horse wheelbarrow, like full of (laughs) that you fill with like horse dung or horse food, depending. I don't know how the world works. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. Um. I get a little nervous, you know, like just now mowing the lawn. I had to keep taking breaks to drink water. But at the same time, when I'm on set, I'll be wearing not only sunscreen, but I'll be wearing, you know, a sun hat. Mm -hmm. And I'll be, you know, I'll be spending a lot more time worrying about being comfortable. And when we shot Calamity Jane's Revenge, it was in the in the high 90s most days. I had to give speeches to everybody about how important it was to stop everything and cool off. Um I had bought these little rags that were meant to be put on your neck to keep you wet. Mm-hmm. And I kept them in the ice chest. So people would be like, "Mine's dried up." And I'd be like, "Just throw it to me." And they throw it to me. And I'd shove it in the ice chest and throw them a fresh one. I'd be like, "Stay cool." But then, but then of course the actors are all wearing cowboy garb and they're not allowed to wear anything like that cuz that would make them look in-, in inaccurate. So Yeah. But at least they get hats. Mhm. <laughs> I remember when we were filming Calamity Jane's Revenge, every time Al- I told Al that was a wrap on that scene, he would excitedly take off that leather vest because it was so warm.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um. uh-oh, Michelle.
1: What?
0: I just realized, I mean, we're having a pretty casual episode. Yeah. Which is good. So I guess I better bust out the Diet Coke. Oh. Oh, that. that got me. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a terrible idea to do it that way.
1: That, that's okay it, It's okay
0: mm, diet coke you know that's a tradition on my set um, people will bring me diet cokes like uh, crew people people who come late like I'm not like they're running late but like people who are like oh yeah I could be at the set around one mm-hmm. and they'll stop by they almost always like have a diet coke in their hand and I'm like I love you give Aww. me that diet coke <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they're like it was for me <laughs>
0: And I'm like, everything is mine once you're on my set, comrade. <laughs> Our Diet Coke. <laughs> so anyway, I didn't realize I was going to talk about that for like half the episode, but I guess it is on my mind heavily.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For
0: for obvious reasons. And I want to thank you, Michelle, because you've been really great uh, through this whole thing.
1: Do anything.
0: You have been super supportive and you've been regularly uh, encouraging and positive while I've been trying to decide if I can even survive this stuff.
1: That doesn't sound like me at all, but okay. it sounds exactly
0: like you. <laughs> when are you ever negative about anyone other than yourself?
1: Oh, I mean, not too much. <laughs> I don't know. All the time. Something. Something like that.
0: You and your something. Yeah, I worry about you. We are all very worried. I know, <laughs> but no. Uh, I but thank you, because yeah, this has been scary. Finding out that we were going to have to start back up weeks before I was ready was very scary. Um, yeah. Weeks before I felt I was ready, because that's the other thing is you know it won't know until I know. But uh, but
1: yeah.
0: Oh, Michelle just walked away. Oh, did you just close your window?
1: I'm trying to. I'm <laughs> really far from it.
0: Michelle's attempting to close her window, a, t- a-, a task I'm sure she's only ever done hundreds of times in her life.
1: That's all oh, I got in me. I'm sorry. Listen
0: to those sounds.
1: Should be a little quieter now.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was a lot more distracting. <laughs>
1: Away I, know, with it. <laughs> I know. I tr- I was trying to just do it quickly and then not call attention to it.
0: It was bad. You did a bad job. I know.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, I, I I'm I, overall, I'm getting this vibe that like, maybe this'll be the beginning of me being able to just work more mm-hmm. and, and get back to making movies regularly and get to finally make babysitter massacre too. So, yeah. cause right now what I'm working on as this production continues forward, which will be wrapped like this, the middle of Jan- of June, it'll be all done. Uh, yeah. Is the rewrites necessary for Babysitter massacre Two? Because some people are no longer available mm-hmm. and stuff like that, due to it being you know a year after we were supposed to be shooting it. In like, I think I think originally the goal was the end of May of 2020. Wow, I'm almost certain that that number sound that uh, date sounds right because we were going to shoot part three. Toward the end of August.
1: Okay.
0: Which would be enough space.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Anyway, so that was the un, uh, unrequested Babysitter Massacre, uh, Henrik Makes Movies update. So I hope it wasn't horrible. So why don't you say something, Michelle?
1: About what?
0: About your life. I don't
1: have a life.
0: Yes, you do. No,
1: I'm not making a movie.
0: I thought you were making a movie.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. But I don't want to talk about that.
0: <laughs> it's It's got to be hush-hush, you know? Yeah. All, all that Chinese money in it.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> well, so how is uh, Home Inspector School going?
1: Um, it's, it's going okay. Um, yeah, I'm mostly just scared about getting sued now. and and messing things up like actually i'm more scared about messing things up than i am about being sued i know they're connected but (laughs) the idea that like i would do a really bad job and then somebody would be like cool i have to live in this disaster now thanks michelle is like really (laughs) really really hurts me so i don't i have to get over that also i'm scared of my house so again
0: of your own house
1: yeah Mm because i know things and i don't want to look at my house anymore
0: (laughs) But isn't it better? I mean, if you know things, then you can get ahead on them.
1: What if it's too late? And I know something that I that I that I don't I don't know. What if it's too late?
0: I I doubt it's too late. Okay. I mean, how long have you lived there now? Four years,
1: something Four like years. that. Three years. Yeah, I mean, that's not
0: enough time for something permanent and devastating to occur.
1: Mm, I feel like I feel like maybe it is.
0: I mean, do you think your 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 home inspector missed something? Is that what you're saying?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm saying I don't know, and I don't like looking at it and <laughs> thinking about it. And then also is thinking about my last house and how I'm pretty sure there were structural issues. And I because I, I was like, wow, the floor doesn't quite come to this wall. It's not supposed to do that. There's not supposed to be a gap there. No,
0: no, no, no. I,
1: and I was really worried. Like, I saw it, of course, like after, you know, I was living there and I was like, oh, like i don't think this is good and now i'm like no nope, it wasn't good i actually think i even know what the problem was but like i just think about it all the time and i think about how the wall wasn't connected to that other wall and then the <laughs> floor wasn't connected to the wall and it's hard
0: i'm sorry michelle it's okay
1: is
0: you sure it's okay or are you gonna be okay
1: i don't know i don't know
0: that's the spirit so, uh, I guess this has made you more neurotic, which I didn't think was really a goal that could be achieved. I
1: I mean, I knew this was going to happen. I knew it. So, <laughs> you know, maybe it it's just, you know, it's just, it it has to be something. So right now it's just this. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I'm vaccinated. So I don't have to worry about that right now. And I'm maybe... And, you know, like, I'm waiting. There's not another illness yet for me to worry about. So I got to worry about my house right now, I guess.
0: I mean, it's good that you have hobbies. Yeah. (laughs) It's good. Um, Oh, did I tell you... um, I don't mean to derail, but uh, did I tell you Chicano uh, did a bad dog yesterday? I don't think so. (sighs) Uh, uh, I went... uh, to, to the drive-through because I'm not eating as well as I planned to. <laughs> I I did well that first week, but this week I haven't been doing as good. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know what? I'll take it. Um. So I was on my way back from the what?
1: Sorry, my neighbor is just cursing because he's mowing this lawn that's like as tall as him.
0: <laughs> See, and you closed the window, so now we miss out on I'm all that sorry. good stuff. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, so literally when I pull up. With the dogs because when I go if I go to a drive Through or anything the dogs come with me they love Going on rides so they come with me And generally speaking I don't need to leash Them or anything they'll come they'll leave the house Go into the car Chicano is a Butthead and he'll You know wander off a little bit and usually just to Pee but then I have to keep calling his name until he Goes oh yeah I guess I'll come and then he comes by Mm -hmm. As to where Henwolf will run to me So Mm -hmm. um So I get home it's like 930 at night With my food and I noticed there's a cat in my front yard and there are not a lot of cats in this neighborhood. Hmm. So I'm like, huh, there's a cat. So I get out before, obviously before letting the dogs out and I'm shooing the cat. away. I'm like, dude, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Like get go. Cause you're not going to like this. <laughs> you're not going to like these two giant dogs. And the cat like is defiant. Like it doesn't want me to pet it though. It's like, Oh shit. So I'm like, go, go, go. And all I'm thinking is, like, there's no way Chicano's noticed this cat. He's in the car, like, behind glass, looking around, all this stuff. So I get the cat to shoe enough. I open the door to the car. Henwolf jumps out. And then Chicano jumps out and immediately starts chasing that cat. Yeah, Runs across the street chasing the cat. Luckily, it's the middle of the night. There are not a lot of cars. But I'm not going to lie. One of my greatest fears is that something would happen to him. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to set my food down. I'm yelling "Chicano, Chicano!" and he's just ignoring me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I run across the street. Uh, the cat, you know, gets away obviously. Um, pretty fast, and I pin him down in the in a neighbor's yard. Like I just pin him down with my hands. And he looks up and me like, "What the fuck?" Like all scared when I pin him down. And, and I scoop him up like a little baby. Mm-hmm. And he lets out, like, a whine. I know I didn't hurt him. Uh So I think I just startled the shit out of him. Scooped up like a little baby, and I'm like, you little bastard. Like, I'm, like, like, mumbling under my breath, like, you fucker. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And Mm -hmm. I'm walking across the street. But the funniest thing about all of it was I look back, and Henwolf is just sitting in the exact same spot in the front yard during this whole thing. she's so well behaved Aww. although she was sniffing at my food so i was worried that i was oh. gonna get back and she had just eaten all of my taco yeah. bell <laughs> luckily that hadn't happened but but i was so impressed that i was like what a good dog she just sat right where i left her yeah she must have known chicano was misbehaving
1: oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure so
0: but uh, i picked him up yeah and then i set him down in the house And then he looked at me and I just went bad and he was like, okay, whatever, man. And he like went and laid down and for like an hour, I was kind of mad at him, you know, and then, and then eventually I went over and petted him and told him I loved him and I just wanted what was best for him. And that's why he was going to military school.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So that happened just late enough at night that I didn't call you about how my heart was pounding out of my chest that I thought Chicano was going to run in the street. Ugh.
1: I'm sorry.
0: It's okay. Usually Chicano wanders. He doesn't run. Mm -hmm. He'll start to wander. I'm like, hey, get away from the street. (laughs) Like, What's wrong with you? And then he'll come back. So, but Chicano is a butthead. He's also sleeping on my foot right now. Aww. So, (laughs) (sighs) Henwolf doesn't even recognize that cats exist, but Chicano would like to chase them. So, he's a good boy. But he shouldn't chase cats when I tell him not to. Yeah. I mean, I get wanting to chase cats. They, they look funny when they run and they're very fast. So they are safe, well, I'm just saying they're a safe thing to chase. Cause you're not going to catch them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, that's the thing, you know, like that's like, uh, that's, that's what you want. You don't want to catch a thing you chase. Cause then you got to figure out what you're going to do next. And usually I never think that far ahead myself. <laughs> You know, there was. You ever hear that old joke? Uh, like two old like guys in their like late fifties are like ogling this nineteen year old waitress, mm-hmm. and their just like tongues are hanging out, and uh, their wives are sitting across from each other, and one wife goes like, "Can you believe them? Isn't that disgusting? The way they're ogling that young girl, girl young enough to be their daughter." And the other wife turns to her and says, "I can't be mad. It's like a dog chasing a car. It's not like he'll ever catch it, and if he did, he wouldn't know what to do with it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I always love that joke. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I could tell a joke. So on the tragedy element of having to make the movie in this time schedule, I can't stay up till three 30 in the morning watching Joe Bob's last drive in every every Friday.
1: I know. And I'm sorry,
0: but we, we will be wrapped by the time the last episode airs. So the last Good. episode, I think I'm, if the weather's nice, I'm going to put the TV out in the backyard and I'm going to have a barbecue.
1: Good. Yeah.
0: So Good. I'm also going to throw a party, by the way, because uh, June, we wrap on June 12th, I believe, or June 11th. Um, it's whichever is a Saturday. And June 4th is seven years that I have been an independent filmmaker for my full-time job.
1: Yay, Independent Day.
0: Yeah, you remember I this is why you're my best friend Michelle. You remember <laughs> stupid things like that I call it Independent Day. Cuz I'm so stupid. Well, it's easy cuz it's easy to remember cuz it's June 4th instead of July 4th. It's very easy, you mm-hmm. know, to do that. Independent Day. Yes, so um I'm really excited about celebrating seven years. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. Holy crap. I'm getting, I'm closer. I'm getting closer to 10 years than I am to five years. Yeah. Like really close to, you know, and I'm definitely closer to 10 years than, you know, two years. Yeah. You know, I consider that to be a victory. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So overall I feel just good and fortunate, I guess. Yeah. <sighs> I do feel a little overwhelmed some days. I, I definitely find myself really tired at night, which is yeah. good because I need to go to bed and be able to wake up and go to my call time, which is not crazy early. Thanks to the summertime. Cause when we were, uh, when we were supposed to shoot this in November, the call time was like seven 30 in the morning. It was like the moment there was enough sun.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: because the days were short. Well now, <laughs> the days are long. So,
1: you could start even earlier now if you wanted to cuz the sun's up like really early.
0: I so. don't want to start earlier.
1: <laughs> okay. Fine. I, It'd well, be cool out.
0: Well, uh, the the whole thing is like I uh, I've I've fallen into a natural schedule of like going to bed at 1 or 2 and waking up at 7 or 8. Mhm. So I like the idea that this won't be hugely destructive to my sleep schedule. Yeah. Because so, one of the big problems with making movies ever since I started doing it full time was that often I would fall into a sleep schedule, like going to bed at three or four and waking up at 10 or 11. And then it'd be like, okay, but now you're making a movie. So you need to get up at 630. Yeah. <laughs> in the morning. And there'd always be that like couple of days of shock of, of like, you know, dealing with that. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited that I'm already in that headspace. Also, it feels weird that I'm doing exactly what like my older relative said, which is, is like as you get older, you'll start wake just waking up earlier. It's
1: true. It's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you've always been an early riser, right?
1: Um, I mean for for like a significantly long time. Like it's not a new thing. But you know, when I was like a teenager, I wasn't. But you know, for a long time. So. I guess.
0: As long as I've known you, you get up at like six 30 or something. I
1: get up at seven, but then I have to get up at five to go to work. Wait, what? What?
0: You said I get up at seven, but yeah. then I have to get up at five.
1: Yeah. To go to work. Like I want it. Like I normally get up. I oh. would get up at seven.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Michelle. Okay. Well, so before we go, uh, I feel like it's important to mention that your mother is getting a house. Probably. I mean, it's very likely. And you were a part of the home inspection. In the I mean, sense- not, not legally. Yeah. But- in the
1: sense that I existed in the space.
0: Did that count towards your shadowing?
1: Yeah. I mean, not. Yeah. it doesn't count towards New Jersey, but it counts towards PA because I just have to be at. Like, it doesn't count. Like, I wasn't. No. No. It doesn't <laughs> Okay,
0: that was a long way to get there. Thank you. Yeah. So wait, so it didn't count. Well, why not?
1: Because uh, I didn't, like, tell the guy and ask him to, like, sign up. And also, like, because it's not it's because not, I'm going to school and we're doing it through those people. I don't know. I, I like, no, you, they PA requires you to be part of an organization that has a uh, membership requirement that you have to have inspected or been been at a paid inspection of at least 100 homes. So, yeah, so any home I can get to that isn't part of my training and watch the inspection is important.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, so it did count toward the hundred homes.
1: Yeah, but it didn't count towards like the New Jersey your, your hours. F- yeah, field training. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's still well. I mean, good to make a dent in the hundred home, the hundred homes thing because that's a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, well, good. And the house seems nice. Your mom's excited.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a nice house. Um, yeah, it has a really cool venting system from when it was built, where there's these. Um, there's like a duct, and it's got a little vent and the air goes up and in, in it, and then, yeah. So that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't really explain uh, that at all.
0: No, no, and I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for the people who are only listening because if it makes any, if it helps at all, her miming w- didn't help. So you guys are okay. <laughs> Well, uh, okay. So, and finally, though, on a on a level, a scale of one to ten, how haunted was that place?
1: I don't really know. Um, I didn't think it. I thought it was like a two, but my sister, from looking at pictures, is concerned about several rooms. So we'll find out
0: from pictures. Yeah. What? What about pictures?
1: She just didn't like one of the closets. It weirded her out. So.
0: Did it have a corpse in it?
1: Um, I mean, not when we were there. (laughs) Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time.